We're back with segment two and our continuing look at 2012's The Avengers. In our first segment, we listened to some music, discussed some of the history of the Avengers in the comic books, talked a bit about the plot, and also listened to some interviews from the cast and the director. In this segment, we're going to listen to more music from the film and listen to some more interviews from the cast. So let's start things off with a few more tunes from the movie, starting with Live to Rise by Soundgarden, right here on The Zero Hour.
that was Live to Rise by Soundgarden, followed up with ACDC Shoot to Thrill. As we've come to know, Shoot to Thrill is almost synonymous with Iron Man throughout Phase 1 of the MCU, but Live to Rise by Soundgarden was written specifically for this film. Right now, let's have a listen to an interview with Chris Evans on the character of Captain America and the movie, right here on The Zero Hour. I love the character. He's... he's... He's, he's everything that I wish I could be as a man, you know. He's just, he's good for the sake of good. And, um, you know, that's, that's a fun character to try and portray. Uh, and, and the creative forces behind the film are fantastic. The world around him is a different place. Uh, you know, he's from a different era, and I think that era really defines who he is. Uh, I think the modern day is a bit more flash and style and uh, a bit more selfish and a bit more impersonal. You know, there's uh, a lot of technologies that, put blocks in between people and uh, you know the 40s there was much more of a maybe a direct and honest sincerity to the way people behaved and, and I think human interaction breeds uh, manners you know and just uh, you know it's, 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 it's a way of life that I think um, Steve has uh, Steve has just become accustomed to and it's just it's a different world that he has to get used to. It's so nice that as the Avengers are finding their niche within a group, so are we as people. Um, and it's great. It's, 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 so far, it's been a very healthy family. You know, I, it's almost too good to be true right now. I should knock on wood because things have gone so disgustingly well. It's almost, like I said, it's almost unbelievable. I, it's, I hope it lasts, you know, because we get along so well there's not and I, I said this earlier one bad apple could, still, could spoil the bunch you know you get one stick in the mud and it changes the dynamic I think everybody in this cast is so fantastic we get along so well I think Cap you know feels a little bit of a kinship with the guy they're both uh, saddled with an immense amount of responsibility they're both kind of fish out of water you know Banner had done a good job of hiding and doing his own thing and then he's brought back to a place that he didn't choose to be um, and, and he's, he's adjusting to a foreign environment just like I am. So I think there are similarities to their characteristics, but, or to their situation at least. And I, I, think, I think for the most part, you know, I feel like Cap treats, is kind of like a parent in a lot of ways. You know, I think he just looks out for people. Um, Banner is obviously in a sensitive situation, so I think Cap is doing what he can to make him feel comfortable and, and adjusted. Um, and Ruffalo, I can't, I can't say enough about Ruffalo. He's just... <laughs> He's fantastic. He's one of those actors that's like, uh, he's like, he, he throws himself into it. Well, I think first it's, it's his, uh, his understanding of the comic book world. He's, he's a fan, first and foremost. He knows comic books. So it's not like, there's never a question in my brain as to whether or not the fanboys will approve of what we're choosing to do. If, if all of a sudden I'm shooting a gun and you think, well, would Cap shoot a machine gun? If Joss said it's okay, it's okay, um, you know, because he is that demographic. And second, it's his passion. This is, like you said, it's a tricky task to bring all these characters together. It's a tall order. You couldn't do this movie if you didn't absolutely love this genre, you know. You couldn't have a director talented as you want to find one if he wasn't in love with this style of filmmaking, the comic book characters and crazy sets and superpowers and things like that. Joss, I think, just eats it up. I agree that, you know, what made the, the original Iron Man, the origin story, work so well is that it was plausible. And, um, and then we had a bunch of fun doing the second one. And this time I feel like, again, speaking of alternate realities, you know, I, I, there's a way that, uh, that Tony can interact with uh, the Avengers 
because he's already had hints that this Nick Fury guy is, is clearly uh, stringing him along. Um, and so he's in the dark about it, so it shouldn't be that big a surprise. At the same time, I think it's kind of through Tony's eyes that, that you have to see and buy into some of these bigger ideas now, you know? I think he's curious, and I, I, it, it's hard for him to ingest what's going on, so he wants to go see it firsthand, but he's still himself. Um, probably in storytelling, you know, uh, John Campbell mode, he's, he's searching... With Rhodey, he realized he's not an island, and so there was a kind of a, a partnership, you know, outside of his with Pepper. And I think this time it's about that group mind and that, you know, we is better than I. He's a tough guy and he has uh, generalship, which is what this required, you know. Um, you think of like uh, Joe Johnson on Cap, it was like, you know, I bet that guy really said, look, we're mashing up genres and I'm going to really marshal this thing through. You think about Ken Branagh for Thor. There's no better person that Hemsworth could have had this kind of interaction and tutelage from. And for me, John was a natural fit. So again, I think, you know, the aside from casting, the thing that Marvel does best is uh, they pick the right directors for their projects. And it's always an exciting announcement, but it also always has that extra thing of, oh, you know what, I wouldn't have necessarily thought that, but retrospectively it makes perfect sense. I'd always felt that Mark was the guy to play Bruce Banner because there's something kind of immensely introspective and affable about the guy that makes that curse or that um, opportunity or that um, karma he has which is uh, not of his doing but his responsibility to to manage some way. Um, he, you know, he's just kind of and he's also, he's just a really kind of funny, quirky guy, but he's a straight shooter. And I, I think that's probably the most important thing, you know. Well, it's no surprise to anyone who works with him just for a couple days that he is a uh, profound uh, technician. And so honestly, I think you'd probably have to go back a generation from that and probably look at He's got, you know, some of the same operators and other people that work with uh, Spielberg or work with people of that genre. And, uh, you know, even the Buffy series and, and his other films have always been visually really kind of their own thing. So, but I think what he's doing is he's drawing on everything he needs to draw on to make it his own. That was Robert Downey Jr. and Chris Evans talking about their characters and the movie. Stay tuned for our third segment. We have so much more coming up. Don't forget to check us out on superlativeradio.com where you can listen to our other great shows, The Country Goldmine and Vinyl on Chrome, both hosted by Dylan Stone and both available like The Zero Hour on your favorite podcast hosting platform, such as Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon, Spotify, Spreaker, iHeart, and many more. Remember to check out our merch store on our website's shop tab where you can pick up some great Zero Hour or Superlative Radio merchandise. And remember, if you have any questions or comments, send them along to me at thezerohournb at gmail.com. I'd love to hear what you think of this show. So send an email to thezerohournb at gmail.com and visit our website, superlativeradio.com. We'll be back in part three right after this short break, so don't go away. <laughs> 